And we're back. We're back, back in the saddle. <clears throat> it's been a we took a little break. Yeah. Uh, and my little. name is Dylan. Yeah, I'm Joel. It's been a it's been a while. Yes. It's been a long time since I heard that uh, our intro theme to this uh, podcast here. Yeah. A lot of things have been happening, but now we're kinda back to life a little bit. Yep. A little recap on um, something that we did right after the last episode, which was we went upstairs and we took that Japanese whiskey of Joel's that I was raving about. Yeah, the, the Nika from the barrel. Nika from the barrel. That's yeah, what from uh, Suntory, I want to say. And we did a little flight of three whiskeys, um, that Nika and Shin 15 and... Yamazaki, Yamazaki 12. 12, right? Yeah, and I thought, you know, <laughs> this this was going to kick their butts, but uh, no. Yeah. No, those other two beat out that. Dylan was that a fan Nika. favorite of the Nika. He was like, man, this is the best I ever tasted. And I'm like, man, I can't judge it, but I did question it. <laughs> I'm yeah. like, are you are you sure? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, nah, I think it is. <laughs> but I, I can't remember. What, 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 what did we end up <clears throat> picking between those three? The, I picked the 15, I know personally. Yeah, that's what you said. And I like the Yamazaki, Yamazaki. 12 the best. I mean, they were pretty... Cl- I mean, they weren't too far off from each other. It was like the three of them had different characters that the other... They, they didn't. Yeah. They, they, they were... They were close but different at mm-hmm. the same time, if that makes sense. And it's possible that the other two were better because it, they've had time to open up and they yeah. were really developed Which, at that point. I I didn't do my research. I even don't know how long that Nika was even aged for because yeah. it's not an age stated. I need to dive into that hmm. and try to figure that out. It was good, but it was not as good as those other two. Mm-mm. No. But, and we're going to get to those other two eventually. Oh, they're yeah, we're going to do an episode with it. Yeah. Once again. All right, so you're the low end. Yeah, we're doing time. the low end t- today. And uh, grab the bottle first. Ooh. So, I don't know if you had this or not, but I don't think my so. low end today is going to be the Old Forester 100 Proof Rye, um, which comes in at like 23 bucks. For a, a liter? Uh, the liter might be a little bit more, like, close to 30, but for 750, okay. it's like 23. Yeah. Um, man, it's like one of my favorite ones. Um, Non-age dated, uh, so it has to be at least two to four years, I'm assuming. Um, can't think of the match bill at this time. I think I had it up here. But it's not your ordinary rye. They did something remarkable um, with this one. Um, so it's like 65% rye, 20% malted barley, and then 15% um, corn. And as you can see, it's kind of on the dark side. Yeah. Pretty Who's, good. Who makes it? Um, Old Forester. So oh. Brown Foreman, um, the same people that do Woodford Reserve. Oh, okay. Um Early times, bottle and bond, and then Old Forester. I want to say that's it from the Brown Foreman. I might be forgetting something, but um, yeah, 
man, when this Rye came out, can't remember exactly what year, but man, people were loving it. And it was like flying off the shelves for a bit, even though you still could walk in the store and probably see it. But here, as of late, um, there's particular places that have it, and then some that don't. And then, once this got popular, um, they made a barrel strength version of this, which I wasn't able to get my hands on it. Um, I hear mixed reviews about that, but... Some people like this and some people don't, but from what I hear from this and what my personal view is, a lot of people think that is a-okay in my book. Does it so, say anything about the um, casks? Because that is uh, dark looking. Yeah. Uh, now, let's see what this back of the label says. It says, in 1940, my great-grandfather, if I'm pronouncing this right, Osley Brown or Osley Brown so someone fact check me if I'm pronouncing that wrong acquired the old Kentucky distillery and along with it the Normandy rye whiskey brand after a 40 plus year absence I am proud to reintroduce the this historic rye recipe which features our proprietary yeast along with a mash bill of, like I said before, 65% rye, 20% malted barley, and 50% corn, creating a unique, spicy, and floral member of the Old Forester family. Hmm. Now, my question is to you, viewing this as the 750, that's like 23 bucks, I'm thinking of, Witten House, which is Heaven Hill. That's a good rye. Um, wild Turkey, one hundred and one. Wild, yeah, Wild Turkey, one hundred and one. That's in that price uh, range. What's that one? High West has the double rye. Is yeah. that? Yeah, I, I can't remember that. That that might be the more expensive of the three. I want to say. Uh, I can't remember. I always buy their bourbon, not their rye. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> this. Yeah. I personally think that a lot of people like Rittenhouse, which, that's good. Really good, I personally think. And it really doesn't taste like a rye. Rittenhouse, because of the, it's more like a bourbon character. The the, the rye content is not that high. Mm-hmm. And this is pretty much the the same. This, this drinks more like a bourbon to me, personally. You know what's interesting about that label, when you're reading it, is they mention the yeast. Which Scotch industry just completely ignores talking about the yeast. Oh, they don't talk about the yeast? They don't talk about the yeast. They just use whatever they use. And I know from beer making, yeast is a big deal because oh, yeah. it can totally Essential, change man. Yeah, you change the, the whole, yeah, whole profile. They're proprietary yeast, they say on that. Yeah. Hmm. Now, Brown Foreman, the distillery that the company that owns Old Forcer and... Um, Wolford Reserve. You're gonna get like a uh their their prominent smell is banana. No matter what you smell, you're gonna get banana. I don't know if you're gonna get that or not. This is reminiscent of something. The sweet on the nose right away. Yeah. 
You get like banana runts candy to me. And you you get that with all their products. And hopefully if I get more allure and stuff, there's some good old Forrester products out there that's very reasonable and very good. You don't have to break the bank to get yeah, good is... whiskey. Smells delish. And you're thinking full, about... Full flavored aroma. I mean, mm-hmm. full aroma. Now, you, when you smell this, you don't think of a rye. I'm, I'm smelling no. all bourbon characters. You, you might smell a hint of... You, you'll think this is a, probably a high rye bourbon if you sm- smelled it. Like a bourbon with a high rye recipe in it. So when you go in that first sip, I I get melon up front, and then I get just all the brown sugar, banana. sweetness to it. Yeah. Hmm. It's like a fruit cocktail. Long finish. A fruit cocktail. Yeah. You know, you get those uh, fruit cocktails in a can, and you have like the... It's not artificial fruit, but (laughs) you get like the one bright red cherry that's like in the can. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm getting out of this. This is a, this would be great for making cocktails with because oh, it yeah. is a full flavored, sweet, hey man, I, I, long finish. Say and once we're done hot. with her, say once we're done with recording, gotta make at least one old fashioned out of this. Yeah, stuff. sure, that'd be great, old fashioned. But do you pick up the banana at all? Mm. Maybe take a mo- couple more sips and smell the glass. I can I can smell the fruity Here's the sweetness thing, though, on the nose for sure. For listeners, even though you can't see, um, <clears throat> Dylan's using the whiskey tasting glass, the world whiskey tasting glass, which I love, and I'm using a regular Glencairn. So what I'm going to do is give Dylan my Glencairn and see if he could pick up the banana. Huh. Is this the official name of this glass? Yeah, it's like a world whiskey tasting glass, something like that. Holy cow, totally different. Different? Yeah. Hey. Try that. Yeah, it's kind of. Okay, you you probably it. get the taste better out of this, even though I love using this glass that Dylan uses. But it's kind of. We say it's more muted. I don't know. I I, I picked up. It's more, definitely a more difference. On the nose with this glass yeah. than that glass. It's different. Yeah. So. It's a true thing. If you use some type of glassware, it could be different. That that could be another mm. feature video that we did because I've seen a um, shout out to the podcast. They did a video of having the same whiskey but using four different glasses to see if the... Mm. They, they knew that the nose will change depending on the glass that they use. Yeah. But the taste... Also did taste. too, <laughs> so we got to try yeah. that. When I watched it, I'm like, the taste really? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't <laughs> believe it. I don't believe yeah. it. But they said it was a real thing. Everything. But right. I think that this is, is a pretty good buy. For 100 proof. Of water here. 
like I said, you can't go wrong with this buy at all. Uh, you know what kind of reminds me of is, uh, was it Pikesville? Is that the name of it? Yeah, that's like a another one that has like a bourbon feel to it. The rye content is not that. And it's full flavored. And, yeah. and it's 110 it's proof and it's really good. Okay. Now, one thing that I have noticed, though, and I, I just want to know this answer. Not all distilleries do this, but most of them do. If there's a rye product out there, not counting Rittenhouse, they don't do it, but most of them have green labels. I, I just want to know why they use mm, green mm -hmm. labels most of the time. Yeah. Rittenhouse doesn't question. do it. Which that's Heaven Hill, Buffalo Trace, Dairy, they don't do it either. But majority majority of them do. They use a green label for their rye. Um, Why? Wild Turkey does? Yeah. Pikes, I wanna know. Pikesville? Green? Uh, yeah. I wanna know why. Good question. Just asking questions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh Tracy well, Ullman. Tracy Ullman. <laughs> All right, here's my here's how I'm ranking the funniest ladies in comedy. Mm. Tracy Ullman, number one. Um, Kristen Wiig, number two. She's up there. And then all the other ones. <laughs> all the other ones. I will say, uh, in my era, and also with my parents and all that stuff, watching stuff. Betty White would have to be my number one. Yeah. Funny. And then in my era, being in my 30s, growing up as a teenager and then 20s up, I would say Tina Fey would be my second. Mm. But Kristen Wiig is up there too. But Tina Fey is up there for me. I got to throw B. Arthur in, in as number three for me. Mm hmm. She's funny. Okay. Speaking of ranking things, are we ready to rank, or are we want to stay on this a little longer? Uh, I think I'm ready to rank, and then we can finish our pour up. Um, I'll let you go first since this is my low. Okay. This is delicious. Yeah, it's good. I would. I just. Bought a bunch of wild turkey rye. Which... Because I wanted to stock up on it. Which, that's good, too. <laughs> but I am definitely going to check this one out. For cocktails, for sure. Oh, yeah. yeah. This is great. I think we got a future video coming up. We we, we got to do a, a thing with the low and rye. I'm going to say it's 86. Yeah, I'm right with you. This is delicious. I might even go 88, but... I'm going to stick with 86 right now, and if someone could just, you know, pinpoint this, uh, whatever you want to call it, video, market, <laughs> and then when we could do the low-end rise, because in that same proof point, we could do Rittenhouse, this, Wild Turkey 101, and I think that's, I don't know if there's any other rye that's like 100 proof that's affordable like these, but we figure it out. Mm-hmm. 
But at least we could do starting off with those three because we like those three. Yeah. And, and C. Like so I'm, I'm, I'm going to stick with 86 right now, even though I want to do 88. <clears throat> and plus, granted, we haven't been able to do Wild Turkey 101 or Rittenhouse yet as a low end. So that's another thing. But we know how those are, both Dylan and I. Mm-hmm. It'll be a nice battle. And I, I will say that we don't even do our own pour. We have to do a blind between the three. That's a good idea. And then we won't know. Budget. Yeah. Rye shootout. Yeah. I like that. Get our wives to pour the pours for us and then without seeing the label, we could judge it. So, if you see this around, and I'm pretty sure most of you bourbon people that might listen to this, you already know the game. You can't go wrong with Old Forest or I. But if you're new, um, even though this was a Strictly Old Forester Low End Right episode. You know, you could get this, and if you can't find this, you got Rittenhouse, you got the Wild Turkey 101. Um, good for sipping, good for cocktails, as Dylan has mentioned, which I have not personally made a cocktail out of this yet, <laughs> but we'll find that later on tonight. And then our next episode, or whatever, future episode, we could let you know how that cocktail went yeah so their uh their byline on their label says nothing better in the market might be it might be right yeah because it's it's different it's very different (laughs) and i can only imagine what the barrel strength is like which i can get my hands on that and of course amon did he has it in his bar So that's it for the low end. So Dylan has the high. Let's go right to it. It's a high. Yes, yes, yes. Been looking forward to this one. Gonna get some water. All right, pronounce that for me. Macaloni's Caledonian. Glen Loy, Canadian Island single malt whiskey. Okay. Never heard of them. Forty-six percent. It's uh, made on Vancouver Island. So 82 proof? Um, oh, no, no. 90. Wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. <laughs> Let me get my math right. Hold up here. Yeah, so 92 proof. Correct? Yeah. 92 proof. Uh, it says... I believe this is aged three years. Three years. Three years. So we're wait, 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 wait. This is a Scotch, right? Yeah, uh, it's uh, made in Canada, so it can't be officially well, called Scotch. But it's a malted whiskey. Um, it's a yeah. It's a single malt. It's a single malt. Yep. Um, well, there's a lot of words on here. Uh, wow. I'm not going to ask uh, about the price point until I actually have a sip because I'm I'm going to want to guess. Maybe it says on the bottle. That's where it should be, right? So you said at least three years? Oh, so you, you, you had this for quite some time. Yeah. Yeah. Been, uh... So you bought about two days ago? <laughs> <laughs> no. I actually had to have this mailed to me. Oh, really? Me. Oh, to... you told me about they this don't place. Sell this you told me US. about this place. Yeah. So this, is, this has been a few months. 
Yes, this has been a few months. Um, bottled on 0221. Doesn't say when it was made, though. So bottled. Yeah. So it was bottled. Well, almost a it's year. It's most likely three or four years old. No more than that. Mm. Non aged. Uh, they're they're an interesting company. Look them up. Uh, they will make a whiskey follow. for you. You can, as an oh, independent you, you, person, just go buy a barrel could, of whiskey from them. Yeah, you could create your own blend and then they create will your do own. It for you. And if you're starting out as a distillery and you want to get a product out right away, you can buy something that they made and yeah, age it a, yourself. It's really cool what they do. Yeah. There's a American company like that, too, in Kentucky called uh, J. Maddenling, I'm going to say. Madden Lee. They do the same thing. You create your own blend and then they just bottle it for you. And mm. uh-huh. That's cool. Okay. Let me know. So 92 proof. And this is blended, correct? I'm assuming. Is it a single? It says single malt. So, so not blended. It's a single malt, but it's um, premium Kentucky bourbon, recharred red wine, and sherry cask. So it's a blend of casks. Okay. So it is a, technically is a blend. A finished blend in-house in-house yeah. yeah but it's finished it's the, not the, single barrel yeah the blend is finished i from my first smell i get that single malt character but i get a lot of uh planters peanuts yeah I, I, I see it i smell it or even the cashews maybe like i just open a fresh can of the planters cashews or peanuts. roasted yeah i'm digging it uh, it's unique. When I first opened this bottle, and I first smelled it and first tasted, it reminded me of Uskaba, which is another scotch. And it's that, that you'll taste it sometime. I have a bottle. Mm-hmm. Um, it, that Uskaba is unique. There's nothing else I've had like it. And the smell originally, when I first cracked this bottle, kind of reminded me of Uskaba. So it's along those lines of the smell, not the taste. The taste is, it's uh, much better <laughs> than Uskaba. Now, do they have islands in uh, Canada? Yeah. Because I'm noticing the bottle, it says island single malt. This is like near Seattle. There's a big island. Oh, gotcha. North, right just north of Canada, in Canada. First sip. Mm. Mouth feels great. Okay, that's good. <laughs> they, they've mentioned uh, on their website, I think, or on the box, that there's a creaminess to it. That is good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's like Skippy, even though I said something about the planters, but it's like the Skippy or Jif creamy peanut butter out <laughs> of a jar. Huh. That's what it tastes like to me. First sip. And the finish, that's what I get, is peanut butter. Wow. Which, you, you, you usually pick that up in American bourbons, usually. Like, Jim Beam profiles. 
because they like to use that nuttiness profile. This is my first time picking up nutty characters in a single malt, which is pretty cool. This is a different single malt <laughs> that yeah. I have had. Yeah. I mean, the nutty character is very profound and is really good. And for being 92 proof, you get a lot of flavor. It's not weak. It's just it's just right. Mm -hmm. Like Goldie Lawson and Three Bears. You know how she took the time to, even though we didn't have three whiskeys to figure out which bed was correct or not, but or bottle. But this is just right. Yeah. I feel Goldie right now drinking this. This whiskey has this changed good. a lot since I opened it. Probably one of the mm. most changed the most of any whiskey I have. Man, I might have to get this in my collection. Yeah, and they, I got their sampler. All those, those like five of them. Oh yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, that's what you originally were telling me about the yes, sampler. sampler. I didn't know that you got a bottle. This now I see why that the bottle is at the level that it is now because I will be oh, going to town. Yeah, this. it's hard to stay away from. Man, I I keep. Man, that's all I'm getting. It's like get peanut butter jar, peanut butter. It's delicious. Can you, how, can you imagine? Can you imagine? Whatever it can is. Can you imagine if they make a castrant version of this? Like if it was like right at like one hundred five or one ten proof. This is a, oh, this is a brand new company. So they they're not in that book I have. It's like ten years old. Yeah. So yeah, it it, it must be like three. Imagine or what so. this is gonna be like if when they put out a fifteen year old or even a ten. Or a ten, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be phenomenal, man. Mm-hmm. Man, that's all I get, man. It's like I get the planters on the nose, but man, when you drink it, it's like creamy peanut butter, mm. which is rare for a single malt. The mouthfeel is coating. It's coating, man. Spectacular. But at the same time, light. Mm-hmm. Man, that's good. That's good. So I, I did do back to back Uskaba and this and uh similar you I mean there's a similar nose. Not exactly the same. The like what you were saying with the peanuts and the nuts, roasted nuts and all that. It's not happening in Uskaba. Mm-hmm. But then you taste it and it's just no comparison. This one blows Uskaba out of the water. Man, this is just straight up peanut butter to me, man. I can't think of any other note. I'm trying to find it, but I'm 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 getting like creamy peanut butter from a jar. From the finish. That's all I could pick up. Which is a good thing to me. Can it the So it's like a one of those great peanut butter whiskeys, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like uh Thompson. <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, Skippy what was It's like it? one of those uh good good flavored whiskeys, you know? Peanut butter. Oh man, but this is yeah. This is good. I'm trying to pick up some other notes. Mm. This is the company that's being sued by the Scotch Whiskey Association. Oh, because they they know that they're probably they're like, oh shoot, there might be some people out here other the than word Caledonian <laughs> and you know. Uh, another thing is too, they probably are like they probably heard about it and maybe tasted it. Yeah, and, and they're like, wait, are you telling me that? Canada is 
could potentially make scotch better than we can. Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> They're like, oh, no, 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 no. Hold the phone. They've won a lot of awards. This they this they won an award on, and their uh, like their new make uh, peated. It's like oh man, one I, I can only imagine if this was a Isla type of Joker. Oh, peated, <laughs> peated, yeah. Oh man, yeah. They're gonna they're You're gonna talking be, about smoky peanut butter, man. They are gonna be somebody down the road. They already are. It's exciting. This this kind of stuff was really exciting to me because, uh, why can't it happen? Why did it take so long to happen? First of all, and why, you know, we should I'm, be producing at this point. I'm not going to let Dylan even ask me about the rinky. I, I'm going to give it a solid ninety, right now. Yeah, yeah. Maybe a ninety-one. Yeah. But I got to find out the price first. But that was before the price. Now, if this thing is under 50, oh. which I doubt that it is. <laughs> no, it's like $70 for the bottle. Oh, for 70 Yeah. It's one of the most expensive young whiskeys I've ever bought, but it's delicious and worth it. 91 91 91 for me. Yeah, that's... 70 <clears throat> bucks. That's why they won the awards. And you can't taste. get it here... It, it is, is magical. Yeah. I can't stay out of it. Now I'm gonna gonna have to buy another bottle when it's gone. Man, this is something that you just Man, all all year round you could drink this. Summer, spring. The shipping was kind of strange. Um they don't use FedEx, UPS. They use like an independent shipper. What, Some like, lady just uh, I just pulled up in her car and rang my doorbell. What? And like, uh, yeah. Unmarked car, no uniform. It was just How is that was, even possible? I don't know. Huh? Well I think it was I think it was about fifteen dollars in shipping to get it from Canada, you know, Vancouver to Milwaukee. Well, let me I'm glad that at, I can get it. That's all. I'm just once glad we're done recording, you 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 Show me to the site. Yeah, they have a cool website. Because that can always Apple pay you and all this stuff. And then, since you had a good yeah. thing with this of the shipping and stuff, I, I, I can't might, wait to try their sampler. I might want to get some stuff mm-hmm. from them. This is uh, pretty outstanding. Yeah, I'm going to give it a 91. Yeah, I'm, I'm 91. This is. Uh, and when they come out with a 10-year-old, oh, my word. And like you said, the, the peated stuff, oh, my gosh. I can only imagine. Yeah. So. So you're going to have to re-say the name again. Macaroni's Caledonian Glen Loy is the one we are drinking. But they have a whole range of various scotches. and or, Sorry. Don't want to get sued. <laughs> single malt, single malt, Canadian single malt. Yeah. What is what is up with uh, Canada? I don't know. They're Canadian. <laughs> they make good whiskeys. What do you want? What do you What do you want from me? They They make I hear good, they have terrible they, pizza. Really? That's all I know. Well, they shouldn't be known for that. The whiskey is what matters. 
Which is funny, because our next episode, whatever my high end, kind of has to similar deals with Canada, which is funny. Cool. (laughs) Which is pretty funny. And all the Canadian whiskey that I have had, I have not argued about it while I'm drinking it. I've been pretty content with it. Yeah. Yeah, they make... They make um, some of the smoothest whiskeys I've ever had for the for the price. I want to know how good is this Crown Royal eighteen year? Pass up on it the other I day. Had it. I need to look up some reviews. I've had Wiser's eighteen, which was fantastic. Good? Fantastic. They make some good stuff. Alright. So there you have it, people. When it was a shorter episode. Man, me and Dylan are yeah. getting better than this. I mean, come on. <laughs> it, they they used to be like two hours long, just rambling and all that stuff like yeah. that. But I think forty about 40 minutes is a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. Plus, are we at 40? I don't even know. We haven't done this in like in two months. So. Yeah, we took, but, took but, a break. Uh, I think we've been pondering and all that stuff before recording and how we're going to handle this and... I think they went over very well. Mm-hmm. All right. So there you On have it. Note. Low end, old force awry. Pick it up. Um, Dylan's gonna have to pronounce the high end that he had, which you can't pick up. You're gonna have to order that yeah. on their website. Unless you're in Canada, you can fuck you guys. Yeah, but they're both for buy. Definitely. Goodbye. <laughs>